You are listening to Empower Me with Aerie. Royal people, kings and queens, this is Queen Ari. You all, I'm on here to remind you that God's goodness is not contingent based off what you are experiencing. You have to understand that at times life happens and you have to also remind yourself that God is only good. God is not around here causing evil bad things to happen to people he's not digging pits for you to fall in but he will allow certain things to happen to show you who he is not only that but to turn around what the enemy meant for your demise or for bad for your good understand that when you go through things your character can be refined you know you can really learn that what the bible talks about is real that god will never leave you nor forsake you you know you could you learn that god is your provider you learn that he really loves you sometimes we just read things and we're like oh yeah I get it I understand but when you go through things are you keeping what you read are you really living out you know what you said that you believe and so we have to learn how to keep a smile on our face when we're going through things that we don't expect going through the unexpected understanding that we're going to come out on top God promises that all things are going to work together for our good he also promised that he will turn around, like I said earlier, whatever the enemy enemy meant for bad, he'll turn it around for our good. It will be meant or it will be worked out for our favor. So you guys don't measure who God is or his goodness based off of what happened to you yesterday or based off of what happened to you 20 years ago or based off of what, ha- what happened to you, you know, five minutes ago. God is still good. He will always remain good because that is his nature he's pure he's good and we have to just keep that in mind you guys so go through life with the right perspective know that God loves you so much and he wants you to understand that he's for you so whatever negativity that's happened to you in your past or whatever crazy thoughts lies or whatever going through your right mind right now You know, refuse to allow them to continue within your mind. Do not give evil or negative thoughts or lies residence within your being. The Bible says that our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit, of God's spirit. So we have to make sure that we are being intentional, purposeful about what we allow through our minds, out of our mouths, and within our hearts. Because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speak. When you go through something, you're going to see really what was on the inside. You may have said, yeah, I'm, you know, glad I'm a, you know, walk by faith, all this stuff. But when you go through, you'll see what you really believe based off of your reaction to it. Okay. So I wanted to get on here just to, you know, encourage you guys with this because, you know, like I said earlier, life happens and we have to understand that. God is always good and he's going to be with you through whatever it is that you face. And and every day is not about a struggle. It's not. It's not. You'll go through some things, but you're, we experience some happy, really good, joyful times. But when we experience challenging times, we have to understand that we cannot, again, we cannot measure God by what we go through and say, okay, the good meter, the good or bad meter. Okay. All right, you guys, I pray that this encouraged you. And like I always like to say, remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. You guys, and there's one more thing. Um, if you do need prayer, uh, prayer for anything, I'm, you know, going to start really 
um, letting you guys know that you can email prayer requests to me and I'll send an agreement with you in regards to whatever it is that you are believing God for. Okay. Um, so there's power and agreement. Understand that. So you can go ahead and email that. Uh, you can go ahead and email that to um, empower me with airy at gmail.com. All right, guys. Bye. Empower me with airy. Hey, kings and queens, royal people. This is Ari Holmes with Empower Me with Ari podcast. You guys, thank you for tuning in today. I am enthused with our special guest today. This is such a dynamic, powerful woman, and you guys are going to agree. Once we have, you know, go through the podcast session, she definitely, her testimony is going to change your life. When I first heard it, my life was changed instantly. God really uh, spoke through her testimony. Uh, in regards to some similar things that I had dealt with in my life and what she's doing, the drive that she has is absolutely amazing, you guys. So today we're going to be talking about trauma cannot stop destiny. No matter what we go through in life, we have to understand that the traumatic experiences that we face cannot stop the plans of God. Just like Joseph, everything that he went through, the enemy wanted to shut down his purpose, shut down the plan that God had for him. But no matter what happened, he still survived. He still came out on top and he came out greater than he went in. And Genesis 50 verse 20, it says, this is what uh, Joseph was, was saying. He said, what the enemy meant for bad, God will turn it for your good. Nothing can stop the plans of God, you guys. I pretty much paraphrase that scripture, but that's pretty much what Joseph was saying. He told his brothers that what they meant it for evil, but God had a greater plan. He's seen the end of a thing. And, you know, we may, we may face uncertainties in life, but we can't allow them to stop us from trusting God nor moving forward in life. Traumatic experiences can cause fear to an attempt to overtake our lives. But if we allow God to, he will heal us and then bring us to a better place that he has for us. Trauma is not the end. Remember, victory is. So I'd like to in introduce this powerful woman, Amber Rochelle. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Thank you so, so much. Yes, thank you so much for coming on. I appreciate your time. Can you introduce yourself more in depth? What's your story and where are you from? Yes. So, hey, y'all. I'm Amber Rochelle. I am currently in Arizona, but I'm a San Diego uh, native, as you okay. I just say, born and raised in San Diego uh, <laughs> by way of Hawaii. My mom's from Hawaii and then my dad's from Texas, believe it or not. Wow. Uh, <laughs> so um, they had us in, uh, yeah, in San Diego. So I'm a mother of six beautiful children, two grown kids, yeah. and then four teenagers now. Wow. Um, I have a grandson who is just like the light of my life. Um, he is going to be two in December. Um, I've been married for 13 years now to my king. He is just incredible, yes. um, incredible man of God. You'll hear about him. 
um, in my testimony, but um, I am a wife, a mother, a grandmother. I um, own a uh, business strategy agency. I um, promote branding. I do lots of different things. But recently, I have really tapped into my purpose. Yes. And I'm speaking to women. And I'm helping to raise crowns, one crown at a time. Yes. Um, really empowering women to, to utilize what they've gone through and what they've been through to really identify what their purpose is mm -hmm. and how they can be great and do great things because there's greatness in them. There was, there isn't there. You didn't go through what you went through by accident. Come on. Um, as we're just saying, yeah. um, you know, that everything that we go through is for our good. We don't mm -hmm. understand it when we're in it, mm -hmm. but if we have someone that can kind of remind us of that as right. we're going through it, um, right. and help us just to lift our crown. Um, I feel like that's my job. I do have, um, a nonprofit queen supporting Queens, which is like the light of my life. Seriously. Yeah. Like it's, does something for me internally to mm. see women um, mm. just walking in their purpose and doing what they're supposed to do and applauding other women as they yes. go. Um, so Queen Supporting Queens, you'll hear more about that, but it's, uh, I, I'm just, I'm just an everyday girl. I'm an everyday busy girl. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> the true definition of a queen, I'm telling yeah. you, the virtuous or that Proverbs 31 woman, yeah. that wife that the Bible talks about. Yes, I love it. And so, um, like I was saying, you have such a powerful story and it will continue to help, help others. I know it will. When did you know that you had a calling on your life or what your yeah. purpose was? And was it easy for you to embrace it? So I didn't really fully understand what my purpose was until um, I became a mother. I became a mother at 14 years old. Um, and in that, you kind of becoming a mom in general, not even just a young mother, just becoming a mother in general, you ultimately view your purpose as motherhood. Mm -hmm. I am to raise this child and I'm supposed to, this is my purpose. This child is my purpose. Mm -hmm. But growing with my children, having a, uh, my first daughter at 14, the second at 15, then 17, and then, you know, having all of my children by the age of 20, was it 22? Yeah, I was 22 by the time I had six children. Okay. Um, and really thinking that that was my purpose. But walking through life as a mother, as a woman, and going through the trauma that I was going through, because literally mm. I was raising children while I was growing up. Um, so, oh my God. <laughs> for, you know, 14 years old and, and a mother, you know, right. 14 years old, having to hold down a full-time job, I became a wife at 16 years old. Wow. Uh, so learning and growing through it, thinking that your purpose is one thing, but watching life happen. Mm -hmm. And watching the strength that God gives you, literally watching it, um, thinking I can't do this, but feeling like I can. Right. Um, thinking that you know this, this is this is it. This is the thing that's going to take us out, mm. and knowing that it isn't, um, really evolved this queen, uh, this queen mentality, this queen, this royalty um, mentality that I have. That is God given. I am a child of a king. No matter what I've done, no matter what right. I've gone through. Um, you know, he will always make a way out of absolutely no way. 14 years old, come on. Right. Um, so I didn't really step into my purpose, um, and speaking into women until, um, I would say once I moved to Arizona, once I moved here, I had gone through, you know, my, my kid's, uh, father, we talked about, um, at the event there that my kid's <laughs> father was murdered and, um, my then boyfriend, husband, now we're looking at each other, like, what do we do? And I had women around me that 
just reminded me of who I was. Now I had people my whole life telling me, you couldn't do it. You're not going to mm. do it. You can't do it. But feeling like, but I can, but right. I will, yes. but I am, you yes. know, um, but having those women around me to applaud me and to mm. push me into purpose. And at times when I was doing stupid things, really lifting me up and reminding me of who I am. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't until my daughters needed me to be who I needed. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I realized, wow. um, that's when I realized, Amber, this is purpose. Wow. This is bigger than you. This is right. generational for for women, uh, you know, in general, is this, this wasn't just for you. So, wow. we need, you know, I, I had to boss up at that moment. Right. Um, and yeah, so was I comfortable with it? No, I'm still sometimes, <laughs> still sometimes I'm like, Lord, are you sure you want me to go talk to these women? Because, you know, I have been through X, Y, and Z. And um, every time I get that feeling, I, I'm reminded of mm. that little girl who needed to hear it. My you goodness. know, that 14 year old mother, uh, when I became, you know, a widow at, at 20, you know, it was, I, I needed that. I needed, mm. I needed someone to tell me it's all good. You're going to be okay. It may yeah. not feel like it. Remind me that greater is he that was, that is in you, that he is in the world, you know, yes. to remind me of those things. So am I comfortable with it? I, oh, I seek God for comfort any mm. and every time, um, I'm, I'm utilizing my purpose because, um, I remember I needed a me. Yeah. Yeah. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. And listening to you, um, you know, everybody figures out or learns their purpose differently. And I hear you saying like, as you went, as you grew, then you were like, okay, this, this this seems like this is it. God, okay. (laughs) All right. I'll do this. I'll do this. And it's kind of like, you know, like Gideon, he was like, Hey, I'm young. Like we're the weakest of the clan. He had every excuse as to why he couldn't do right. some things, but God was like, no, I chose you. I right. didn't make a mistake. I chose, exactly. I know you were 14. I know yes. you were 15, but still, I <laughs> yes. have purpose for your life. There's a, yes. there's a group of women, there's a group yes. of women and men that you're going to be able to touch based off your testimony. Yes. So that's so dynamic yes. and so powerful yes. um, that we don't have to have it all together before we know what our purpose is. We just yes. keep moving. Yes. Trusting God, stay connected and watch what he does yes. for our lives. Yes. That's, that's powerful. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So, yes. and I guess this other, this next um, question, it kind of, you kind of answered it, but when you became a teen mom, uh, so were you afraid? And if so, how did you overcome this fear? And mm-hmm. do you believe that um, learning to be a mother at a young age prepared you for what you're doing at this moment right now? I know we kind of talked about it, but a little yeah. more in depth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so was I afraid? Absolutely. I was afraid. And it's it's interesting because I wasn't afraid to be a mother. Mm. I was afraid of what everyone would think of me mm. as a mother. I knew I would be a great mom. Um, wow. I, I knew that. I love babies. Um, <laughs> and I, I was the oldest of my siblings. Um, and that wasn't a thing. It was just, you know, the fear set in with what is everybody going to think of me? How are people going to treat her? Mm. Um, Are people going to, um, you know, are they going to treat her differently as she grows up with this young mother? Mm. Um, That was my greatest fear. My my greatest fear was always protecting her and her identity. Uh, I didn't want her to be the result of the statistical teen mom. So I did everything opposite. Um, You you name it, um, that is the the statistical things that a teen mom would do or that you right. would see, I did the exact opposite. Wow. Um, because I didn't want her to, 
I didn't want her opportunities to be limited. Mm. I didn't want her exposure to life to be limited. Um, and I didn't want her to see life through a 14 year old mother's lens. I really mm. wanted to expose her to life. Yeah. Um, so I knew I could do it. I knew I could do it, but my fear was everyone else, um, in the community and just family, even, right. you know, that, right. that I was fearful. I could take it, but I didn't want her to, right. um, so was I afraid? I was afraid of other people. Yes. Mm -hmm. um, I was not afraid to be a mom. And I think as um, we got older, now it's kind of weird. I'm in a new season as, as a mother. You know, mm -hmm. I'm a 35-year-old grandmother and a 35-year-old mother of two adult daughters. Mm -hmm. um, so that relationship dynamic is even different. So I'm learning how to adjust and I'm learning how to you know, be that mom now. Right, um, right. So yes, I was fearful, but I knew again, I knew I had the tools. I yeah. knew I could do it. That's it was so just being free of everybody else's opinion. Of, yes. Yeah. Wow. That's, you know what, that's dope. See, I want to, um, I feel led to mention this right here. Um, yeah. What I just heard is God voice. Sometimes we, a lot of people, they, um, you know, they have this idea about how God sounds. Well, I don't know yeah. if you hear him. I don't know about this. And I don't know about that. But yeah. as you speak, it was like the God voice. God's voice was speaking on the inside of you, even if you didn't recognize it, but you knew something was telling you, don't give up. You can do this regardless of other people's opinions. You can do this. You can make it through. You can make it out. And that's, that's so powerful because a lot of people need to understand that prompting that they feel on the inside of them. They need to understand that it's, it's bigger than, than them. It's not just themselves telling themselves like, hey, don't give up, but it's God speaking through us. And we need to understand, we need to make sure that we don't give up too soon because there's greater, there is absolutely greater that's going to come out of this. So that's, um, yeah, that's, that's absolutely amazing. So what's one piece of advice that you would give a teenage mom right now that may be feeling discouraged or she may be feeling afraid, like, oh my yeah. God, what would yeah. you say to her? You can do it. Mm. You can do it. Um, and I get emotional when we talk about it because I remember what that, that feeling is mm. so heavy. Mm. That feeling is, um, it can, it can, it can make or break you. In my case, it made me, yeah. it made me, a, um, who I am. It made yeah. me, um, extremely committed. It made me, made me extremely resilient to pain and, and pressure. Wow. However, you, you have that choice to make that simple decision. Can I do this? Yes, you wow. can. It's guaranteed. He, you know, he will not leave you nor forsake you. Wow. Like there's, there's, there's nothing that you can do that will separate you from the love of God. And as a teenage mother, mm. sometimes we feel like, oh, this is it. You know, I have maxed out God's love for me or wow. I've maxed out grace. Yeah. Um, you know, there's no way I can make it back from this. But God is, if, to realize God's love, it's, it's imaginable, right? Wow. But when you're in it, it's almost like, uh, this is it, God. You know, I have, I have, I have, I have done it. I've, I've, I've made the mistake of all mistakes. That's mm. <laughs> and I you know, who are, who are we? <laughs> who are we? Right. right. <laughs> and God's like, no, I love you. Yes. Um, I, I, I will always love you and oh, I'll always wow. be there for you. So as a teenage mom, no matter how that baby was conceived, no matter what brought that baby about, that baby was God destined and ordained. Yes. You were ordained to be that baby's mother. Mm. Um, you know, don't let society, um, church, we tend to do this. We tend to make people, because my daughter was a teenage mother and I was 
traumatized mm-hmm. by it. And I didn't necessarily give her the words and encouragement she needed okay. um, during this time. Mm-hmm. So it was almost an eye opener for me. Amber, you were doing the same thing. And what did you need somebody to tell you and show you wow. during this time that you can do it? You can do it. You will do it. And you'll yeah. be great at it no yes. matter what it looks like. And guess what? You don't have all the tools mm-hmm. and you don't know it all. Mm-hmm. But God is going to be with you every step, every milestone that that baby has, every right. milestone you have as a mother. God has you. He sees you and he's on your side. That's, you got, oh, that's you got it. That, yeah. is, that is beautiful. And I just want to add to that. We have to uh remind ourselves that only God can give life regardless regardless of how the baby came only God can give life and he can't give life he only twists and perverts things so right you keep in mind that that baby literally is from God right you can make it through that's right that's absolutely beautiful so speaking of this is this is wonderful transitioning right to the next thing it it just goes hand in hand so when did you experience god's love for the first time you kind of pretty much just said it at the end yeah yeah so it was (laughs) it was receiving god's grace um it was receiving the grace of god um really so it's it's twofold for me really receiving god's grace and acceptance when i became a mother at 14. that was like the like wow god you you really love me moment However, when I had gone through everything that I had gone through with my kids and, you know, just the the issues that my first husband and I had um, and our separating and then him dying, mm. but then meeting, um, he was murdered um, in 2006. Wow. Um, I had, I had already met my husband now. We were um, dating at the time. Um, okay. And uh, when, when uh, my first husband was murdered, uh, John's love for me and my children was literally the physical embodied love of God. Oh my goodness. Um, to feel someone, I mean, he was, you know, a single college student, you know, no kids. Um, and here I am, you know, dating him and he's just getting to know my, my children to becoming a father overnight and, and wanting to wow. me being like, Hey, I, I understand if this is too much, mm-hmm. you know, you can go ahead. God has great plans for you. And he was like, no, you are my plan. Oh my um, he was like, wow. I didn't know this was going to happen. I Ooh. didn't know that, um, you know, that they wouldn't have their father. However, I'm in this with you and I'm yes. going to be here. And, you know, I was kind of like, mm, what's <laughs> <laughs> what's the catch? you know how we do. We'll be like, okay, right. Lord. All right. Right, um, right. But he was literally that. And he uh, he is huge. He's six foot six, but his his wow. arms, um, literally, I remember a moment of me just feeling like, hey, I can't do this. I was breaking at this moment when mm-hmm. uh, Big Moni was murdered. And I was trying to figure out how we were going to tell my kids. Oh my and he was like, I'll yeah. do it with you. And he oh. held me. Oh my goodness. And I literally remember feeling this is what the love of God physically must feel like because I literally was able to melt be vulnerable um be afraid be be unsure um and really uh realistically be naked in my emotions for this for my for my children's father for my first husband for everything and him being like but I got you and literally holding me that's when I felt the love of God. That's when I knew that um, nothing, nothing can separate this. And this was oh God ordained. Because I was even like, 
hold up. Right. <laughs> but, but, but watching a man um, choose you and choose mm. your children, um, God, like, like Jesus, like God, that he yes. chose us. He chose us. There's nothing we can do that would separate him. So for, for John to really wrap his arms around me and my children and never left, oh my, my children goodness. never went without a father a day in their life. Um, that is the physical, physical embodiment for me of the love of God. That okay. was it. Oh that my was goodness. That's a great that 14. <laughs> great yes. that 14 and the love um, right around 22. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. God, had, God had you covered. He has a oh, listen. You know, you read something like, okay, God, you have me covered, but listening to this story, it's like, oh yeah. my goodness. He's like, I got it. Yeah. And Every that's what show. he was telling me the whole entire time from 13 years old with this baby in my womb mm. to every different stage is I got you Amber I got know you're a planner I know you wow. like to know how things are gonna end up yeah. I know you want to make sure that your t's are crossed and your eyes are dotted but I've got you mm. let me do this and time and time and time again he has proven this to be true in my life yes that's yeah. absolutely amazing and I know single mothers that are looking this looking at this and even single mothers that uh i mean excuse me people women without children that will yes. be encouraged by this because yes. hope it is like inspiration to hear your story yes. to let them know like regardless of how things turn out god has greater for you that is greater like yes. again to step up literally and say hey I yes. don't care. I'm here for your children. Yes. I will be the father that they need. I will yes. help you through this. I'm not leaving yes. side. Yes. That right yes. there, girl. Listen. Girl. That's why when, <laughs> when when I talk to a lot of our queens and I'm like, girl, um, you know, there's no man that's going to take me. I've got two kids and I got this and I've got that. I'm like, he's out there for you. He's Come being on. created to be the father he needs to be for you right now. That's so good. Um, you know, my, my husband had nothing no idea what to do with children um he loves kids yeah um you know he he was being created his whole life mm. for such a time as that for such a time as 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 needed you know and mm -hmm. and queen he's out there god has him god's working on him um so i don't i don't i don't believe in that whole you know there's no man out there that's right. gonna take me. yes yes right. it is yes. <laughs> thank, right thank you for sharing that and so I want to ask this question, did the trauma that you experienced um, in your past make it hard for you to love yourself and others, or was it just an easy flow, like, okay, God, you've shown yourself, and I'm good? Mm -hmm. No, I think it's definitely, especially with women, uh, my, a lot of my trauma stemmed from women. Um, so it always made me look into how and why we act the way we do. How and why do we respond the way we do? So my childhood trauma, um, you know, the molestations and things that I went through, I felt like I was uncovered. Mm. I felt like, you know, the women in my life, um, ultimately as a kid, you know, I'm thinking everybody has to know they didn't know. Mm. However, um, the type of community that we are raising our, our our children in are we aware of the men that are around are we aware of the people that we're That's bringing crazy. around our children you know it, it just caused me to be more aware it caused me to look into why we act the way we do mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um why some women are catty and some other some aren't um you know usually it stems from a piece of trauma so mm -hmm. my trauma is no different from the next queen's trauma trauma is trauma and i'm gonna react different than you react right um right. so no trauma i think for me has just allowed me to 
to open my eyes a little more mm-hmm, to, mm-hmm. to people and their their little idiosyncrasies that make them a little bit different. Right. Why? Why are they like that? I bet you she doesn't have an attitude just because this. Right. I bet you she's not upset just because this. Um, You know, so there's probably something deeper. Uh, My trauma has also allowed me to be more aware in my relationships. Mm. You know, what am I bringing? Am I bringing trauma to this? Am am Mm. I responding? Am I reacting? Is something triggering me? Wow. I'm I'm, I'm 35 years old and I still get triggered by things that happened in my childhood. Mm. Um, So how do I know that that woman that I just interacted with at this networking event who mm-hmm. was, was cutting me up. How do I know she wasn't triggered by something I said? Right. You know, right, so it just right. allows me to be, to operate in a little bit more grace yeah, um, yeah. because everybody's doing the best they can. Yeah. Everybody's doing the best they can and God's grace is sufficient and he will get us, he'll, he'll, he'll get us through any and every situation. However, he does require us to extend that same grace to others. Right. That's good. That right there is like the true definition of God's love, you know, yes. being embodied yes. in a person. The best thing that we can do for somebody else is show love regardless of how they're acting, regardless right. of whatever, because you're the truth be told, there is always more than likely 99.9% a deeper root as to always. why they're doing certain things. And so we have to love them. The, um, the motto or the statement, um, you know, that I like to live by is we love people back to health. Yeah. And, you know, God did that That's for good. me, you know, going through the trauma with sexual abuse myself as mm-hmm. a kid, four or five mm-hmm. years old. And, yeah. um, and really having attitudes and, and not really being yep. able to raise people, not being yep. able to love people and like, God, yep. what's wrong? What's wrong? Yeah. And he showed me myself like, these yep. are this trauma wounds, but I'm going to love you so I love allowing it. him to love me now I'm like hey I, I have to you know give this love back and love people back to health because yes. that's, that's what we're here to do we're here to be um you know in the image of God absolutely so yep. that's absolutely yep. that's amazing that is amazing so I'm blessed by your drive and your tenacity to keep moving forward no matter what in life yes. <laughs> it's yes. absolutely amazing yeah so we must have um you know some type of support system let's talk about who's helped you through it all so and i know you mentioned your um now husband he um, was helping you so i want to ask who was there for you while you were facing your giant in life from from the past up to now so uh who was helping you through it all yeah so believe it or not my children were my biggest help um Mm -hmm. they were they were constant reminders of my why and my 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 purpose. They mm-hmm. they they were it. Um, I always say I had six little people looking at me Aww. like <laughs> looking at me like, <laughs> Mama, what we what what are you gonna do? How are you gonna respond? Mm-hmm. Um, and I always I all even now. I mean, they're grown now, and they are um, their opinion of me matters most. Wow. Uh, my husband and my children, their opinion. I mean, they are so proud of me at times, but I know that there are moments that they weren't. And Mm -hmm. I know there are moments where I hadn't been the best mother. Mm -hmm. However, my children, especially my daughters, now my sons, but especially my daughters looking at me and, you know, I I always question, am am I making you proud? Am I, am I somebody that you would want to be? Mm -hmm. Am I, um, am I an influence in your life? Am I someone that you would inspire to be because I know I found out at, when they became teenagers that I wasn't their greatest influence. <laughs> I was so sad. Uh, <laughs> however, um, when I was, when 
when I was going through everything that I was going through, our family is so tight knit. I'd be able to come home and just mm, be mom, and I'd become good. I'd be able to come home and just be John's wife. Mm. Um, and you know, I didn't have to be the CEO. I didn't have to be the brand manager. I didn't have to be you know the ministry director. Um, I didn't have to be any of that. I didn't have to be the speaker. I was just able to come home and be mom and let my hair down and be vulnerable and be insecure. And they always, every single time would speak life into me the way I needed to be spoken to. Um, also a lot of my, I have a really good circle of girlfriends, my Queens. I mean, they rock with me no matter what I could call them. And I have called them at two, three, four o'clock in the morning. Hey, I need you to ride with me to X, Y, and Z. This is going down. And they're like, all right, let's go. Like, no (laughs) question. Or, hey, you know, I'm going to California this weekend. I got this event. Y'all want to roll? Sure, let's go. Um, And vice versa. They've been here for my children. They've been here for me. for And and through traumatic events that we've gone through as a family, you know, I have a, a, a very significant, very strong group of queens who have really held my arms, held my crown when I've snatched it off my head at times. And they've held it for me. They've dusted it off as I got yes. myself together, you know? Yes. Um, so really my family, my, my circle of girls and my husband have been key in me and in, in polishing those smooth stones. As I was getting ready to go fight these giants because yes. they, they definitely have been my backbone through it all. That's amazing. And so how important is it to not isolate yourself while going through challenges? And this is for okay. people that are listening. <laughs> yes, yes. So I am an advocate for this. Even when I have girlfriends or I hear about people who are going through and they isolate themselves or they decide, no, I'm not, no, girl, I don't want to talk or I don't want to, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to be a burden. Listen, 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 listen. We are in this thing together. God gave us a unit of family of friends for purpose. He knew we couldn't do these things alone. He knew that we couldn't go through these things alone. So my advice is stick close to your family, stick close to your girlfriends or your, or your, your peers. Um, and let be honest. So many times we want to act like we have it all together. And how many people are we touching? How are we affected Mm. if we act like we have it all together? Who are you helping? Who are you helping? Um, so really just being vulnerable and allowing Mm. people to help you. That person that's helping you is going to be blessed by helping you, but they that's need so to good. have the opportunity to do so, so um, and be okay with leaning on people. Um, so many times we have this um, stigma of the strong woman, the strong queen being this woman who does everything by mm-hmm. herself. She's mm-hmm. not. She has a whole, if you Come look on. at royalty, there is a whole slew of people yes. that help this queen operate. There is a whole team of people behind me that help me and motivate me daily to get up and do what I do. So my advice would be to lean on those people and be honest about your feelings. Don't act like you have it all together if you don't, because I guarantee you're going to bless somebody by with your vulnerability, and they're going to be blessed by giving that away. Yes, that is powerful. That gave a whole new definition to superwoman. Girl, oh my goodness, <laughs> the ones that are literally behind the scenes standing yes. next to you creates yes. the superwoman. She's not created by herself. No, no. So and I believe powerful. that has really been one of my gifts in life. You know, mm-hmm. my gifts, um, the reason I got into brand and management and marketing was because mm-hmm. I love assisting a woman get the job done mm-hmm. uh, or uh, uh, specifically women, uh, first ladies. You know, I love to see that the vision that they have sometimes um, is minimized Mm -hmm. or it's, 
you know, it's put on the back burner. Mm-hmm. I come along to help push that thing. Like, no, let's, let's get a, let's get a, let's rally up a team of women yes. and let's make that happen because your gift is just as important. Your mm-hmm. voice needs to be heard just as loud. Right. Um, there, there are little girls and, and teenagers and young women and older women that need to hear specifically from you. Yeah. God gave you something. So how can I help you bring that out? That's how can awesome. I help you enhance that thing? Yes. Um, so I'm all about, you know, don't stand in the background. There's a whole slew of people. I'm, I'm typically that girl in the background that's mm-hmm. pushing that girl out in the front okay. because that, that, that does something for me to see a woman thrive in her oh purpose. Oh my goodness. That is yeah. such a blessing. That's a blessing <laughs> from God. Seriously. Yeah. Because you don't, you don't really see that a lot nowadays. You're seeing it more and more because so many women think that they're each other's competition. And it is right. the truth be told, we are our greatest competition. Like Listen. no one can beat you being you. You know no. what I mean? And no. so having that mindset to push women, you will excel exceedingly because this is what God wants us to do. He wants yes. us to be able to have like no envy, like stop envying yep. people, be, you know, see the God yep. in other people, show them love, show them how to get to the next level. And guess what? While you're doing that, your vision is taking off. You are being yes. and, and, um, yes. further and further and further. So I commend you. And I know that your, um, I know that your ministry is going to thrive greater and greater yeah. and greater just because of your heart. And speaking of that, so speaking of the support systems that we just talked about, you do have an awesome ministry. I heard more yeah. about it when I met you, but can you tell everyone else a little bit more in depth specifically about your ministry and about yes. this, this queendom? <laughs> yes, 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 yes. So Queen Supporting Queens, it started out, um, it's still a private group. However, it has turned into a nonprofit. Um, Queen Supporting Queens is a group of small business women, mm-hmm. mothers, entrepreneurs, um, just women from all walks of life. Mm-hmm. Um, we come together and we support one another, whether it be physically supporting you, financially supporting you, wow. um, mentally supporting you and getting you tools, um, or applauding you as you achieve things in life you know um I've been blessed with that I've been blessed with women who do that for me I've been blessed Mm -hmm. with the ability to do that for women however Mm -hmm. there is a large group of women who don't have that yeah um that are afraid to say hey you know what as an entrepreneur I didn't have it this month you know Mm -hmm. I didn't have it and now I've fallen short to see women literally rally together donate money and we get women's bills paid without them having to go to, to go and, and share and start all these, uh, what are they? Go fund me. Fund me yeah, and all that. Yeah, yeah. No, we got you. I, I'm a firm believer wow. in supporting Queens that we have everything we need. That's whether so it's a business tool, whether it's a link from one piece of my business to the next phase, mm-hmm. or if it's just simple support of, hey, I got you. Hey, um, hey, sis, I'm just checking in to see how you're doing mentally. Oh, mentally, are you okay? Mentally, do I need to come in and mm. check in? So Queen Supporting Queens is now a group of 1,300 women. Wow. Who have, yeah, who have rallied <laughs> together, um, rallied together and committed to stand in the gap for each other. We've committed to raising each other's crowns. We've com- um, also committed to, you know, being being there for each other. There's no, there's no shade. There's no drama. There's no pettiness. Mm. It's really just a group that is inspiring. 
Now, outside of that, we are also doing um, small business launches, small business blessings. I love um, it. Yeah, we want to we want to help and encourage women to start that thing, whatever mm-hmm. it is. If it's a dance classes, let's go. Yes. Let's do it. If it's a blog, sis, hey, let's go. I've got somebody I could connect you with. Yeah. Um, you know, and we really just want to be a resource to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, within Queen Supporting Queens, we've raised over $4,000 in the last six months. That's um, we're, we're only a seven-month-old uh, group, um, wow. and we're already up to 1,300 women, yes. and we are growing. And the testimonies that are coming through about the connections made and just the, um, the motivation that women are getting and feeling from their sisters is mm-hmm. incredible. I mean, I get all kind of emails and inboxes. Oh my said, goodness. You know, thank you for what you said because yes. I, was, I wasn't I was feeling it today and that word helps me, you know. Wow. And it doesn't necessarily always have to be for me. Somebody in that group constantly has a word for us. And God okay. is doing, this thing is God breathed. God has his breath on this thing. Yeah. And he is really yeah. showing again his grace and his love. Yeah. through his sisters within this group so queen supporting queens yes we are on facebook and instagram um we are going to be doing lots more outreaches we did yes. by um helping some of the homeless women here in phoenix okay. uh, with sanitary supplies and purses and waters and things however the the vision is huge um we have a lot of great things coming for 2020 i'm just in awe of what god is doing with his daughters it's, yes. it's a season for queens to rise yes, up it is. and know who they are mm-hmm. and really take that crown and help another queen lift her crown and walk Absolutely. with her side Absolutely. by side. Yes, yes, that's so powerful. You guys, yeah. listen, <laughs> you all need to connect with um, Amber Rochelle regarding this yeah. queen, support queens, because she is, she's not just talking about it. She is literally, <laughs> she practices what she preaches and she yeah. showed us things when I went to a conference and you know, like, this is real. This is the real deal of that she has receipts and all this stuff. Like she is uh, transparent. She's an open book because her heart is right. And so you guys definitely support with her organization in regards to that. And so I just, we're about to wrap it up, but um, you know, kind of this this whole, um, you know, session that we've been talking about, we all have a story. And my organization name is called It's Bigger Than Me because God yes. had to remind me that the things that I had gone through were not necessarily just about me, but it was about the people. And for Ooh, people that's good. The help. Because a lot of times we sit there and say, God, what have I done to endure this? Like, what's going on? But he's right. like, I'm equipping you. I'm, I'm building yes. up your character so that you can yes. show people that I'm the healer. I'm the deliverer. You know, I'm going to work through you and go ahead and share your testimony. And so my question to you um, yeah. would be, what would you say to people who are ashamed of telling their t- testimony? They're embarrassed because, you know, like I mentioned earlier, with me going through sexual abuse, um, mm-hmm. being molested as a young child and then raped at 19, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you're like thinking in your head, well, this is my fault. I'm not telling anybody about right. it. But understanding that the, your silence can prevent somebody else's blessing. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes, because yes. We are other people's, like the answers to other people's prayers. So what yep. would you tell somebody that's ashamed, that's embarrassed, like I'm, mm-mm. Yep. So for me, and, I, and I've said this before, shame is a lie. Mm. Shame is a lie mm. and shame is not truth. Mm. When you are walking in shame, you're walking in a lie. So mm. um, we, we do this a lot as women. We, we're shameful about things that we've gone through, we've been through, that we've maybe even sometimes caused. However, where's the truth in it? Right. The truth as a child 
that has been sexually abused is the truth is it's not your fault. Right. The truth is um, being quiet is not going to heal you. Come on. Um, the truth is you are loved. The truth is you are desired. The truth yeah. is you are beautiful. You are wanted and you are needed. The lie is keep your mouth closed. Don't tell anybody. Nobody mm. wants you. Nobody wants to hear you. Mm. Um, nobody sees you. Those are all lies. Those wow. are all things that are rooted, rooted in shame and darkness. Mm. And we are not that. Those things happen to us. Yeah. However, we are, we are the light. Come on. You are the yes. light. So dark yes. things happen, but the light eventually comes back on. Yes. So do not allow shame to dictate who you are because shame is a lie and will have you walking around looking like somebody you aren't created to be. Right. Um, shame is not is not your identity. Mm -hmm. Um, you are beautiful, you are loved, you are admired. Um, and you know, we we just have to remember what that feels like. Yes. So when that feeling comes on, we immediately, I don't know if you have to write it down or, yeah. or just say some things to yourself, you know, this is shame and I feel ugly. I yeah. feel, I feel, I feel like no one wants me. And I feel unneeded. Mm. Um, that's a lie. So let's that's flip lie. those things. Come I am on. loved. I am wanted. I am needed. I am a child of the King. Um, you know, nothing that I can do, nothing that I have done will separate me from your love, God. Yeah. That is true. Flip on. that thing around. And eventually, once you start bringing that dark or bringing that light into that dark place, you will fully expose truth. Yeah. Fully expose truth. Yes. So shame is a lie. Um, so if you're feeling shame, let's go ahead and try and turn that thing into truth. It might be internal first. Mm -hmm. and then you might get to journaling it next. However, once it becomes truth underneath your crown, there, there's no, there's no stopping you then. There's yes, no that is yeah. absolutely amazing, 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 yeah. amazing. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you for coming on here and sharing your truths. I mean, you are such a dynamic woman of God. You really oh, are. You carry, you, you carry grace, and um, I know, like I said, your heart is right, and God is going to catapult you even more. He's going wow. to, yes, expand your thank ministry you. for his name's sake because he knows your heart, that you will always give him the glory. So keep shining. Yes, shining like never before, and I'm telling you, I, I believe that your ministry will also hit the um, expand and hit television as well. So, Amen. I received that. Yeah. I received yes. that. So stay prepared. Amen. Stay prepared because we need this voice. We need this voice Amen. of encouragement right now. Amen. And um, God has called a remnant that is not ashamed, not afraid, Amen. not, you know, allowing the spirit of religiosity to control their lives. Yeah. Saying, hey, God, how do you want to do this? However right. way you want to do this, I'm going to do it. And then that's how things are most effective. You know, when we allow Holy Spirit that's to so right. To rule and to reign in our lives, and I see you doing that. And so, Amen. yeah, so keep Amen. it. I appreciate it. You're welcome. And so, how can everybody reach out to you? I know you said that Queensport and Queens is on uh, social media and stuff like that. Yes. What are your handles? What are your screen names? What and then what do you have going on right now? Do you have any events right now? Yes. To tune into. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, um, Facebook, you can find me at Amber Rochelle. That's my personal page. I share everything. I'm sharing everyday life tips. I'm yeah. sharing mama stress, grandmama stress, <laughs> and then I, I follow up with some with some craziness that's happening. You know, I'm, I'm just crazy. <laughs> uh, however, that's Amber Rochelle on Facebook and Instagram. It's okay. Amber Rochelle seven seven. Mm -hmm. um, and then Queens Supporting Queens is a Facebook group. So you just search the group and then you'll find it. There's some questions there um, because we're really vulnerable in that group. So we keep it a sacred space for now. Okay. Um, so it is Queens Supporting Queens on Facebook. 
on Instagram, you can find us queen supporting underscore queens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you can also go to my website, www.amberrochelle.co. That's more for if you're looking for speaking engagements or, or branding information, things like that. You can also in, uh, email me at info at amberrochelle.co. Um, and then events. Yes. So this, I'm super excited. This weekend is like going to be super dope. Mm-hmm. I've got, um, an opportunity to speak at, um, black women of Arizona. They're celebrating the black woman this wow. Saturday. So yeah, okay. I'm so excited to be in the Yay. room with such incredible Queens from right here in the state of Arizona. Um, I believe this is their last, um, big event um, of the year. Okay. And, um, uh, Faye, who is over um, this BWA, uh, she's just great. Um, she's asked me to come out, so I'm super excited about that. And then Sunday, I'll be at um, a charity event for Glam Gloss Kiss. Um, they are uh, doing a domestic violence mm. um, awareness uh, conversation. So okay. I'm going to come out and I'm going to just share my story and hopefully empower some queens to lift their crowns in spite of what they're going through and what they've been through. Um, that's happening this Sunday. All of that you can find on social media. I'm just super excited to be in the room with incredible women. Um, <laughs> when you when there's a room of incredible women, amazing things happen. Yes. Connections. I love it. Um, I believe. I mean, look at us. Uh, <laughs> when dynamic women are in the same room. So Absolutely. I'm just really excited. Absolutely. Yes, you guys, make sure you go out and you support Amber Rochelle. Your life will be empowered. You will be changed. Definitely, you guys. And then also make sure that you go ahead and support. uh, Go to Amazon, support the two products, two books that I have right now. Uh, The Loud Secret is on Amazon, just paperback only. And this is about my testimony, how you can overcome trauma. (laughs) It's kind of what we're talking about. And then the latest project is called Singles Let's Deliberate. It's a workbook to empower our single people to prepare yourself yourself to be the right person, you know, before you think you're going to allow somebody else in your life. So go through your healing process. If you need therapy, don't be ashamed. Get therapy so that you are not bleeding on other people that had nothing to do with the wound. We have to make sure that we are being real with ourselves before we think that we're going to get this perfect person. (laughs) Yes, yes. Perfect person does not exist. Keep that in mind. But we can be the best us. And then lastly, I have the Queens Get Kings teacher line, you guys. Go ahead. It is about self-worth, understanding that you are royalty, you are a queen, and know that you don't have to settle for less. And that goes for kings get queens as well. It's a a two-way street. So you guys, make sure you support. You can go, like I said, to Amazon to get the books. You can reach out to me um, at Airy Homes on social media to go ahead and get the products as well. And you guys, thank you so, so, so much for tuning in. And like I always like to end, I'm going to go ahead, do this, uh, this spoken word piece, and then we're going to get out of here. The broken glass of my heart seemed like it can never be put back again. The pain of my past replayed in my mind over and over again. Nothing made sense. I thought I wore a crown and was a queen, but the trauma that I endured seemed far from royalty, bound by confusion and fear. God, I know that you said that you'll be near, but the situations I'm encountered seemed far like you were never here. Then the voice whispered to me, I made you and I see you with victory. The enemy can't have you because you belong to me. 
Uh, the enemy can't have you because you belong to me. So buckle up with your armor and your shoes too. The way I'm leading you, you will save many too. Your tests and trials were greater than you. You went through you went through this to remind others that I'm real. No matter what they face, I save and I heal. So let your testimony speak louder than your scars. I've loved you from the beginning. You are a child of mine. You are chosen. You guys stay encouraged and remember to renew your mind. It is the gold mine. Love you guys. Bye.